the gentlest tap. I know, but it, it sounded pretty good, though. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Just not very loud. That's okay. Kind of mad. Ew. Oh, no, it's a tea leaf that escaped oh. the strainer. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, the whole tea. It's because, like, it was... This one. It was a loose leaf one. So what I'm drinking today. Oh, yes. What are you drinking today, What Caitlin, Caitlin is drinking. Yes. <laughs> well, the Dorothy just... is steeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week. It's Bonita. <laughs> yes. Which, after that. That reel? That, yeah, that the TikTok. Yeah. I just, that was Bonita perfect. Peach Rubus. Rubus. I don't know how to pronounce I've it. I never don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. But it's that one. There you go. Bonita Peach Rubus. I Rubus. like it. Is it good? Mm-hmm. It's peach. There you go. Nice. That's pretty good. I did just eat a couple of marshmallows, so it feels like oh. there's not enough sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted something salty, but not a lot. And so mm-hmm. I ate a pickle. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I want something sweet. <laughs> so I ate a marshmallow. <laughs> Pregnancy. <laughs> but I also, I try to reserve the chocolate that we have in there for my mm. desperation s'mores <laughs> when I make them on the um the stove top the cooktop <laughs> <laughs> that is true desperation so, but I, I just really want a s'more <laughs> and I'm not about to build a bonfire for it <laughs> no 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 so but yeah so I didn't eat the chocolate and mm-hmm. I feel if my daughter had more chocolate in her little candy <laughs> thing that she has I'd probably rate it more often but yeah. It's like Smarties and some uh, suckers from Christmas that she uh, still hadn't like had because we dole candy out left. candy so slowly. Yeah. That, because uh, I also, one, she doesn't need that sugar. Two, no. I don't want to clean up the mess that will come from her like eating a sucker. Mm, yeah. So and you have to worry about the stick running yeah. out of the stick in her mouth. She yeah. loves throwing things away. Well, that's good. That's we a good for a while thought she had thrown away Spidey. It was oh, her no. little Spidey that came with her car, and we could not find Spidey anywhere. Yeah. And I was coming in from um, the garage one day, and he was sitting in her Jeep. And I oh, said, oh, Spidey okay. was trying to escape. <laughs> I brought Spidey in. I yeah. said, here you go. He wasn't under your bed. He wasn't under the couch. He wasn't under any piece of furniture we've been looking and searching under. Mm-hmm. He was in the Jeep. Of course. And it's dead right now. We don't have a battery for it, so no. it's not like she can go anywhere. <laughs> just chilling there. Yeah, child-sized Fun. Jeep. Yeah, not not a real one. No, like a like a power track toy car little, thing. Yeah. yeah, that she can sit in. That has seen its fair years of use. Yeah, because <laughs> it was my in-laws' god kids before it was Elena's, uh-huh. and they gave it back to us. So yeah, she loves it. There you go. But she can't let her see it because she can't yeah. drive it because she's sad <laughs> she can't drive it. Yeah. And I just keep going buying a battery because the batteries cost almost as much as a brand new one. Oh, God. Like a brand new Jeep itself. And I'm like, what? why uh, wouldn't I just buy her a new Jeep if it's going to cost about the same point, as a battery? Yeah. So That's annoying that that's yeah. so much more. At least the ones at Walmart. So. Mm. And you but feel what like are you drinking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm drinking Stash brand uh, Meyer lemon tea. I feel like I had tried this one before because I got a variety pack and there's always two in a pack. Um, and the other one was gone. And so I know that I've tried this one and it sounded good. I don't like it this time though. Mm-hmm. There's something about it. It tastes huh. wonky. I don't know if it's old, but I feel like tea doesn't go old. I feel like it's got to be several years before it's like you don't really want to yeah. mess it. And I feel like it hasn't been that long. Yeah. I don't know. I Not tea good, though. that's been several years that I that's need fair, to just yeah. toss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I have older tea than this. 
This wasn't good, though. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I, mm-hmm. I took one sip, and I'm like, I'm not drinking the rest of it. <laughs> so we brought it for the clink. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it will stay full until the end of this episode. <laughs> and mine will not, because that's the, it, it could have used more good. sugar. There you go. But that also could be the influence of the marshmallow. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Maybe by the end of the episode, it'll taste better, because the marshmallow Maybe. will, like, faded from memory. Yeah. Maybe so. That would be nice. Yeah. So we're what talking are we, about. Yeah, what are we talking about this week, Ayla? We're talking about Crank Rats. Yay. Episodes 15 to 17, and it's getting good, y'all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. I feel weird hitting the button because you always hit the button. I went to go hit oh. the button. I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> it's amazing how much we've fallen into like a routine of who does what in yeah. this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to be reading the episode 15 summary. Woo. Um, and as always with Crank Rats, they're long, long summaries because... <laughs> it's like 30 pages. <laughs> we struggle to abbreviate ourselves There's when it comes to Crank Rats. good things going on. There's like five <laughs> storylines going on simultaneously. And I love it. I know. They're all good. <laughs> it's, it reminds me of when I was younger and I would read like three books at a time. And oh now gosh, I'm yeah. like, how did I do that? Because I now know. I just want to barrel through one book at a time. I still read them fast. I can do but... like max two. And that's normally if one's an audiobook and one's like a reading. Like, I'll do two if it's like... One is for a specific purpose of, Mm, like, discussion or, like, because that's what I did with school. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, with book club or with school, like, Mm -hmm. the mandated reading. And then if there was another book I wanted to read, I would read those at the same time. Because you don't want to stop the one you want to read because of the one you have to read. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I still do But they normally were very different types of content, so it was much easier to keep distinguished. Not going to lie, our book club books are still very different from what I normally read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah, I like my magic and fantasy. Yeah. Anyways. Episode 15. Here we go. <laughs> Maddie is walking back with Breger and she asks why he doesn't speak. He signs to her that it's heartbreak and shock from losing someone. I just had an idea that we'll have to talk about when we're not. Uh, yeah. Or and you may have had the same thought. I didn't we think can't. about it until you had this like <gasps> look on your face. And I'm like, yeah. But yeah, we can't because it's like a it's current farther in the future. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll discuss it. <laughs> Maddie asks if it was a wife or a lover, and Brager signs that he never had either. They get back to the bar, and Maddie asks Brager to not tell anyone about the gun she bought, and they hear yelling from inside the bar coming from Alfie and Harley. Honestly, if they're both in the room, there is going to be yelling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ma- Mac. Mac. Yeah. Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Tori. <laughs> Jack tells Maddie it's a weekly occurrence and to not worry about it. Alfie accuses Harley of caring more about the bar than him, but Harley tells him that it's not true and that he bought the bar to support them both. We also find out that Alfie supposedly designs glider engines. This is part of oh, my this suspicion. Is this okay. is part of my theory. Okay. So it's the that's why I added supposedly. So um Alfie then accuses Harley of buying Jack to replace Alfie in his life and barely barely. Ha ha ha. That's a typo. Harley tells him that he did it first. My bad. <laughs> oh, barley. <laughs> Alfie storms off with Brager and both brothers are upset. Brager knocks heads with Alfie, cheering him up some, but Alfie believes the bar is hemorrhaging money and he wants to shut it down. And that is quite the visual when you think about hemorrhaging. Something hemorrhaging. It is <laughs> um, We switch over to the palace where Marius, Marius, I don't know. We always debate them. We don't know. <laughs> 
I think because it goes between how recently I've listened to Les Mis, which I think oh, we talked about the last probably, time with yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got the song where Eponine is dying in my head. <laughs> I don't even remember which one. I, that's, she's like crying and she's cutting she's her hair. Crying. That's right? No, no? that's uh, Anne Hathaway. Um, is she not? That's Hathaway? Fontaine. Oh, golly, I don't know any of their names. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is not a Les Mis podcast. <laughs> um... Marius is upset with Robert for letting Hunter go, as he is still upset about losing his arm. Marius is... I think I just changed it to again. Yeah. Is also unhappy that Elliot is still alive, but Robert tells him that the Altavians know what the plan was while Eva eavesdrops. <laughs> Eva eavesdrops. I know. <laughs> um, Robert insists that they focus on finding the crank rat since they only have a month, but Marius tells him that he knew Jack as a boy and that he would never intentionally hurt anyone. Robert asks why Jack had to die then if he was never a threat, and Marius tells him, I'm switching it every time, (laughs) tells him that if Jack won't be of use, he wants the machinery back so he can use it himself to gain power. Robert leaves. Leaves. Sorry, the typo. (laughs) iPhone hates me and um, autocorrect all the time. (laughs) All the time. Um, Robert leaves and Eva busts in telling Marius, there we go again, (laughs) that if he ever lays a hand on her brother again, dot, 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 but Marius is just exasperated by her. He ends up slapping her and she runs off. She later takes dinner in her room and grabs her dinner knife and sets off to find Marius. She finds him in the war room asleep at his desk. She raises the knife but can't go through with it. Marius wakes up, is surprised by the situation, and grabs Eva's hair. She cuts it off and escapes while Marius finds Silas in the hall. That's a pretty sharp dinner knife. Okay, I have a comment. (laughs) (laughs) She cuts it off and escapes. I said escapes. Escapes. (laughs) Escapes. Now it sounds weird even right. (laughs) While Marius finds Silas in the hall and tells him to find Eva by any means. Eva literally runs into Robert in the hall, and he asks her what happened. He hears Silas looking for her and makes a decision to help her. They go down a servant's passage and down to the stables. Robert puts her on Silas's horse and tells her to go to the Black Bay. He starts programming in the location while they leave, and he tells her that he'll do his best to protect Elliot. Eva asks how he can stand by Marius, and Robert tells her that he's suffering. They leave the palace and see a rebellion protest by the... Yeah, the, I don't know either knock, the, knock the bird today. people yeah knock today <laughs> knock 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 do we knock we'll figure it out later nocturnal there we go <laughs> <laughs> someone throws a rock and it hits eva in the head her horse startles and runs off Woo! we yeah, made was, it like, pretty contained to one page though yeah it was pretty decently yeah I, um <laughs> we were walking through home depot and walmart earlier today mm-hmm. and my husband normally, I'm the one outpacing him when walking. <laughs> Even while pregnant? <laughs> Today I was not. <laughs> I was like, and I had to go to the bathroom, but I was oh. not about to use Walmart's bathroom. No. Um, Home Depot's are normally cleaner anyway, so That's I waited to go to Home Depot, know. but I could not keep up with him. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm out of breath. You are nearing I the I can't end. catch up. <laughs> and I feel oh. like... <laughs> I feel like I am falling further and further behind. <laughs> and I'm just waddling and I really have to pee. And he's doing a tap dance on my bladder. Third <laughs> trimester woes. I'm just impressed that I wasn't more out of breath reading through that than I am. Yeah, you definitely didn't sound out of breath. Yeah. Especially with how you were like leaned over. Oh, that's because I was cross-legged. My, oh, that's fair. So I can't sit with my so legs out in front kinda, of me anymore because yeah, they my thighs... 
mess on the thighs. <laughs> they they block the baby. Yeah, they smoosh the baby. The baby. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, my first comment is that Maddie has like no boundaries. Um, that she would ask like, "Hey, Breaker, yeah. why are you not speaking?" I also think <laughs> she just feels comfortable enough with him. Yeah. And... I mean, that was the second part yeah. of my point too is that I love that Breaker is comfortable enough around her to answer that. And it makes me wonder mm-hmm. how many people have actually cared enough to ask him as well. Um, and I just mentioned that I really like that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it's good insight on why he doesn't speak. Yeah. It's not like necessarily part of like torture or something where yeah. like his tongue's been cut out. Yeah. It's it's, it's like a it's and trauma and like a and... almost more of a mental yeah a mental break type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting to learn yeah and we will talk more about I that <laughs> so many things are gonna happen in the future and you're gonna go back to this moment and you're gonna be like we understand now or be like i was totally wrong yeah but solid guess yeah but they will at least understand why we are <gasps> <"Ing."> <laughs> that's funny so there is such a fractured relationship between hartley and alfie and you can see how much they just want a family and they want to be loved by someone Mm -hmm. especially the people that are supposed to love them the most and they just they can't effectively communicate and so oh golly it it hurts them so much because they want Mm -hmm. the same thing and they They just can't get there and that was such low blows about like oh you're gonna buy an Altavian to replace me and then like another low blow from Harley saying like well you did it first and I was like Oh my gosh, shots fired. Oh, like, wow, way to hit them both where it hurts the most because you don't understand. And, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. So they, this is like that same section, but yeah. different people. So they, mm-hmm. Maddie and Breger get there and Jack's immediately like, oh, I want some candy. And Breger's yeah. like, nah. nah. <laughs> Mine. But then also I just found it interesting that Everybody is super tense except Jack. And yeah. I almost picture Jack kind of as like Chandler from Friends. Yes. Where <laughs> humor is his defense mechanism. Yeah. So if something if there's two tenths of an air, he's gonna make a joke. Mm. Even if it's like poorly timed, even if it really doesn't fit the people there. Yeah. He's gonna say something to try and break the I wonder slice if he's the tension in the air. Been around long enough too that he's like, uh, you know, this is weekly desensitized to it. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, so I don't know. It could be a combination of it, the two. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. My uh, next point is about the money. Do you have anything before that? Uh, just Maddie saying, "What's wrong with you?" And Jack saying, "Would you like the list?" <laughs> <laughs> At least you know that there's enough to make a list. Another mark of humor, yes. but also acknowledging that yeah. there are things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot wrong. Um, so I was really curious on like, is the bar actually losing money? Because Harley makes it seem like it's doing well, but Alfie repeatedly says throughout this whole comic that like. It's not that it's hemorrhaging money, that it's losing so, money, that he's squandering the inheritance. So is it I'm actually? I'm wondering if this comes from, um, if this comes like with the accountant coming to visit. That's mm-hmm. a super good friend with Harley. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the bar actually does really well, but he has the books make it look very different. 
that would explain a lot better why because Leon Harley was seems there to hide night. a lot of things. Yeah. And a lot of his dealings with people and like yeah. how he's still clearly a very good shot, as we saw in a previous episode. That's true. But he's lying about it. Like and I bet he's wonder, paying Jack kind of under the table. Oh too. yeah, he's probably paying Jack under the table when he doesn't drink away. Which yeah. now that he's not drinking, I would imagine he's going to start paying Jack. I would hope, you um, know. And so that would have to be kind of hidden. Yeah, and it's it it makes me wonder, but also the. My theory with Alfie, Mm -hmm. um, because uh, Harley made the comment about, well, you're squandering your half away. Yeah. um, With the supposed um, gliders or whatever they are. It was the gliders. Oh, okay. Um, Because he said you're, what was, it was in the summary. The... Was it? So he designs designs glider engines. I thought that that was his actual job. Like his full time. So job when he is said squandering gliders. that money, it sounded what, what it sounded like to me was he was saying, it's almost kind of like he's funding, the building of them. Oh, like these, interesting. These gliders being that's the way I took it. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, um, but I was like, I wonder. I or they're both doing stuff that's like hidden and secretive. Is that's what I and yeah. we can point it out when it gets to it later. But it makes me wonder if he's helping support the not to eat, not to eat, did, not to whatever. If that's where some of his money's Especially going. Especially because later in this, Harley, like in this section, I'm not giving it away. Yeah. Harley's like, I don't know where their money is coming from. Uh huh. And later, Alfie, the same way, we'll get to it because eventually, but yeah. when. Eva's at the end of this, and yeah. they knock Tweed hair outside. Yeah, and one of them throws a rock, and it hits her in the head. Mm-hmm. They said something about the redcoats. Alfie also mentions the redcoats would come and take you away. I feel like that's if a it's common nickname for them, though. Yeah, but it's he. It's a common enemy. Whether mm-hmm. he's funding them yeah. because they want to turn the government around and turn mm-hmm. things around to make Vandenberg better he may oh. not care yeah. because they're fighting against the people that would take Brager away from him oh man I could see that being such so, a healing point in their relationship if they like both found out that they're supporting the same thing and they like find out by like accident and they're like Lindsay you are along and they have the Spider-Man me yeah. and everybody's like pointing yeah. <laughs> that feels like it would be but such it, a good obviously we have not we, there is no resolution there yet. We oh, have yeah. no this idea. Is, this is just a plain... We would love it, though. Very loose theory. Yeah. I'm just... I would... I don't know. And it's very subtle things that could just be coincidence for the I way they're put so in there. I am so excited to keep reading through this be, with that theory in mind. Because yeah. I am 100% in that boat now. I, I like, like the theory. I'm, I'm yeah. wondering because if Alfie's losing his money, uh-huh. but... Harley can't see where it's going. And Harley's, and then Harley's supposedly losing money. Yeah. And Alfie doesn't see where it's going. They're both pointing at each other like, you're the reason we're going to be destitute. And I have a comment <laughs> in one of the later ones, too. I think it's the same one you were kind of talking about, where Alfie um, says something about... He's, like, reading through a financial report of the bar. And I had a comment on, like, how the heck did he get mm. a financial report of the bar? Like, is he working with Leon as well? And mm. Leon's, like, providing the mm. finances for him. I wondered that, too. And then I was like, 
like maybe Leon's cooking the books for both of them and he's don't playing be suspicious. Nice. Don't be Especially suspicious. because Leon has known Harley for such a long time mm-hmm. and he knew him like way back when so he probably knows the whole family mm-hmm. and is close to everyone if he does the finances for Alfie as well. Mm-hmm. So Leon is just He's an interesting character. Yeah. I don't remember. I have much more of comments him. about Leon, but I'll wait till we get there too. Um, so where were we? Um, my next one is about um, Marius when he's like <laughs> he's talking with Robert um, uh, in there, yeah. and I was like, this feels like such an evil villain. Villain, let me tell you my entire plot. Moment, and I was like, I love it though. <laughs> As I said, he was eavesdropping. Marius has a complex. I'm not sure if it's narcissistic or a guilty complex or an inferiority but he's got a complex Maybe of some sort. Of <laughs> it might be all. <laughs> he is just a complex. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Marius complex. I like it. <laughs> uh, but he also just dis- disgusts me in general with oh his reliance no. on Jack's good nature to not harm anyone mm. and let that play into what he's trying to get done. Yeah. Um because he's like, oh no, we don't really don't have to worry about it. We're just gonna rip this mechanic out of him mm-hmm. that literally keeps him alive. Yeah, we're just gonna rip it out of him and take it back and put it in someone that will do my evil bidding. Well, I think he does that with everyone too because like he gaslights Eva so oh, yeah. much, but he kind of does that with everyone. Like you're just gonna do what I tell you to do mm-hmm. because you're crazy if you don't. You know? Yeah, and, and he's also he mentioned that he'd spent so long getting to this point and that mm-hmm. if. Um, Oh gosh, what Elliot? If mm-hmm. Elliot's crowned, yeah. he loses everything, and I'm mm-hmm. like, makes me wonder if the dad was willing to set up Eva with Marius. Mm-hmm. Either the dad was just as despicable as Marius, Which or I think he is had valid. no idea. I think they are both completely valid theories. Yeah. I think it could go either way. Like the, with the mm-hmm. state that Bannenberg is in, I could see him being awful, but because Eva and Elliot turned out pretty good i could also see him just being too trusting like elliot Mm -hmm. and um caring for marius especially as the person that he was before he got his arm cut off and he got so bitter and nasty although i'm sure there was always a seed of that although to that point you know maybe the dad knew Marius then and was like i liked you before you lost your arm and turned into a jerk and maybe it wouldn't have been as bad of a match at the point when the dad actually knew him before the dad yeah, died. Yeah, and it may have been that way, I yeah. didn't even think about that. Because <clears throat> I don't know when the dad died. I don't either. I don't think. It could have all been around the same time, it could honestly. Have. It could have been sometime around, like, the start of the war. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember it being mentioned just that he's not there now. Yeah. All fantastic theories. Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of good theories. I know. <laughs> There's just so many good ones for this comic. Um, my next one is about Eva getting slapped. Do you have one for before that? Um, what was it? You were right there. Yeah, because uh, there's that one, and then it's, I'm like trying to remember. <laughs> what is that related to? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what that's related to. I think there was like an animal or something. They were like trying to like skirt around or like what? I don't know what it was. It was something, but it was when it's like when like you accidentally, accidentally kill something or whatever. And I'm like, it makes me think of when I accidentally run a squirrel over on the road. <laughs> but I don't remember what part. <laughs> now it's just in the middle of two sections. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. hmm. That's a funny comment. <laughs> for like not knowing what it's for. 
is after the slap. Uh, yeah. When so, he calls her sneaky, it may be oh, like literally like seconds before the yeah. slap where he calls her sneaky, and I'm like, she's mm-hmm. not sneaky. She's literally trying to survive because you're literally trying yeah. to murder her family. Yeah. Use her for a breeding mare. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's part of like just him gaslighting her as much mm-hmm. as he does. Mm-hmm. I called it when he slapped Eva. I was like, man, that was the slap that was felt around the entire mm-hmm. Crankrats universe because knowing what we know now, especially that triggered so many plot mm-hmm. points from here on out. Like that really was the trigger point for yeah. so much. And I love that like one small action by someone just shaped the entire future of their world. She, and in her own words, she doesn't have a spine, but she's done so much to change mm-hmm. the trajectory of everything. Oh, yeah. When she supposedly didn't have a spine. But I, th- I think it's a pretty big deal to go and try and murder the man that's practically running the country. And I feel like it takes even more of a spine to know I'm not a person that can do that. We'll get to yeah. that in the next episode, I think. Um, oh, no, that is yeah, this one. Yeah, that is this okay. one. Yeah, I, it would have felt so out of character if she had actually hurt him. Like, that... Yeah, it doesn't No matter seem... how satisfying it would have been, she could have never done it. And so I'm no, so glad... I think if she had she gone through with character. it, it would have completely altered her character because of the trauma mm-hmm. she would have gone through with because yeah. of harming someone so fatally. Because... Yeah. Apparently that steak knife was, or table knife was very sharp. (laughs) It looked like a regular, like, knife that you use to, like, that, like, you spread butter on something. (laughs) But no, she was, like, prepared to stab someone with them. Then she cut off that whole chunk of hair I could never cut my hair with the knives that we, like, the table knives that we have. It would be more like ripping it out by the roots rather than cutting it. It would not be so clean. No, it would be (laughs) painful. Yeah. Um, the quote at the end i really loved um from the rebels where they said the smog is not the only thing choking us to Mm. death and i was like oh that's so powerful Mm -hmm. like so good we both had a comment about robert being morally gray and his morality is gray as his hair and he's got pretty (laughs) dark gray hair (laughs) because i feel like he leans more towards the evil side because that's what he's aligning himself with but it's almost like he's he's doing it soft-hearted good reasons in his heart He's like the Darkling before the Darkling created Aww, the fold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which we still need to watch that. I know. For shame on us. I know. Episode 16. <clears throat> we start with Jack having a nightmare about a fiery creature, a dead man with an axe in his chest, and a crying baby. He wakes up but is able to get the cranking under control and goes back to sleep. Back at the palace, Marius is freaking out over Eva's disappearance. Silas tells him and Robert that the guards have been put on alert, Elliot is confined to his rooms, and Eva can't control the horse, and he never cleared out its log, so it should take her back to its last location of the Altian Gate, and Robert looks alarmed. We switch over to Maddie and Jack, where Jack is attempting to figure out how to use a kettle because he's tired and the the nightmares are back. He tells Letty and Maddie about the nightmare, and that it could be a memory, and the dead man could be his father. That, like rattling sound. <laughs> we both looked up at the same time, like <laughs> um, Harley walks in with a newspaper asking if they've seen it and reads the story of Princess Eva's supposed kidnapping slash disappearance and the blame being put on the rebels. Jack thinks it's all an excuse to look harder for him, and Maddie recognizes the rebel symbol, and we learn more about the organization. I'm not going to try and say it. <laughs> um, 
Harley grounds Jack as things get more volatile, and Jack is very upset. Hunter finds a hideout in the lower parts of the city. Back to Eva, and she has reached the Altian Gate, but is very confused about where she is. She tosses her crown into the snow and decides to continue riding into the forest to avoid the Fang Cats. Maddie finds Jack complaining to himself about Harley and asks if he wants to talk about it, but Jack tells her no, it's just one of those days. Leon walks into the bar and everyone recognizes each other. Jack boos at him while Leon jokes with him. Maddie asks how they know each other, and we find out that Leon is Harley's accountant and oldest friend. Leon asks Maddie if she found what she was looking for, and she said yes, but she would like to keep its purchase private. Leon agrees, kisses her hand, and Jack is shocked. <laughs> Jack runs off and has a moment of realization that he fancies Maddie. And I just fancy in there, lover boy. <laughs> uh, we switch over to Eva, who is lost in the woods, and hears a scream. We see an Altavian man throwing an Altavian woman to the ground and goes to hit her, but Eva becomes protective and jumps in to save the woman. The man destroys her mechanical horse and is about to hurt Eva, but the first woman draws her knife and kills the man, protecting Eva in the process. Eva is shocked to see that the woman is pregnant, but everyone is okay, and she asks for Eva's name. Eva hesitates, so the woman calls her Little Finch. Saline, who is the woman that Eva protected... Not Saline Solution. <laughs> yeah, which autocorrect tried for. Saline's family rides in looking to save her and are so happy to see her healthy and safe, and she tells them that she had unexpected help. Saline decides to take Eva back to their village, and her husband, Mado, start... Mado? Mado? How do we say that one? I feel like Mado sounds I think in my head like... I said Mato. Okay, me too, because Mado sounds too much like tomato. <laughs> or Nato. <laughs> so, Mado... Mater! <laughs> the truck from the Cars franchise! <laughs> um, her husband starts to protest, but Saline gives him a look, telling him that it's the least he owes her for saving her and the baby, so he agrees. However, they still receive opposition from a warrior named Tane. Saline tells Eva that she's safe now, and Eva begins to cry. Aww. So, back to the beginning. <laughs> that felt like part of your notes. <laughs> Eva begins to, to cry. cry. Aww. <laughs> I did not have the all written down. I expressed real emotion. Um, My first is about Jack and those night terrors. Mm. Yeah. Like, I've dealt with night terrors before. You have, yeah. They are not I fun. <laughs> They're not funny at all. Because yeah. mm. you wake up in a panic, and I don't know how Jack went back to sleep because it always took me a while after having, yeah. after completely coming out of it and realizing mm-hmm. that it's a night terror and it's not real. Yeah. Always took me a bit to go back to sleep. Yeah, it would make <laughs> sense, especially for something that traumatic. Right. And mine were not about dead people. Mm, yeah. It makes, it makes yeah. a difference, probably. Or witnessing death. My, yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's also, too, because he's had that nightmare multiple times before. And so mm. even though it is terrifying, he's... Maybe know, he's able to snap out of it quicker. Yeah, because he knows what it is. Um, so my next thing is uh, when Robert and Silas and Marius are talking. And mm. um, they're like, the, the horse is going to go to the Altian gate. And Robert looks alarmed. And I was like, yeah, Robert, you should be alarmed. Like, <laughs> I guess he didn't get everything. Pro- I was under the impression that he had gotten it programmed before they left the stables, but I guess he didn't. So he actually says, I'll program it once we get clear of the people. And he like starts to punch uh... stuff in, but then they run into the rebellion. And so then she gets hit in the head and it runs off and he never had a chance to punch program. Like how so. hard was that rock thrown? It's pretty hard. Oh, this is my side comment from yeah. the end of the last episode, is that 
are mechanimals programmed to act like their real animal counterpart? Because mm-hmm. I find it interesting that a metal horse would be spooked by a rock. Yeah, I thought the same thing. It's interesting that it like reared and startled when mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's metal. So because it's Joey acts pretty much like a real cat. But they do say so, that Joey is special, and mm-hmm. he's one of the most unique ones because Harley programmed him. But it just—it makes me side curious. note. Harley programmed him. That's an interesting thought too. Mm-hmm. Of like, I wonder if Harley does more of that. How many hats Intriguing. does Harley wear? I know. Anyways, <laughs> I think we get to that in the next section. Yeah, I think it's in the next episode. Um, I loved getting to hear more about the rebellion and the information or lack thereof about their funding, which mm. had Harley concerned. And we kind of talked about that already. Mm-hmm. This is such a great baseline for who they are. And I talk about this a little bit in the next one, too, when we find out about bonding in the Altian culture or Altavian culture. Um, that it's so nice how these little tidbits are woven to the storyline and mm-hmm. it doesn't feel forced. It's not like yeah. a, let's have an aside to tell you about the world and the explanation yeah. for these five things. Are just, it's just so built into the storyline naturally. It's so good. It just, mm-hmm. oh, I just, oh, I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit because okay, I forgot yeah. I also had this, this point. Because Jack's like, it's early. And it makes me wonder, what is too early when you work in a bar that is open late at night? Like, how That's late do they point. sleep? Yeah. Like, is he saying it's early because it's 8 a.m.? Mm. Because to us, that's early, but it's not too early to be up. Yeah. So, or is it, like, 2 a.m.? Mm. Has he barely been in bed a couple of hours? Like, that's a good is point. that, it makes me wonder. And that's, like, not really any bearing on the story. It's just yeah. kind of, like, it is, it's an inter- world-building world side building. of, like, yeah. because it would be the same thing here... Mm-hmm. If people are, if someone works in a bar that's open until one yeah. or two in the morning, I mean, my mom. What is considered is too early. Yeah, so my mom was a nurse and she worked nights for a very long time, seven p.m. to seven a.m. And so, especially if she had to work the day afterwards as well, she would get home at like seven thirty in the morning, and then she would go to sleep, and then she'd wake up and get ready for work the next night. Um, and so, when she would wake up early, early for her would be like three or four PM mm-hmm. um and she's like, Man, I woke up early today and it's like it's like four PM. Like, what are you talking about? But if you think about she Yeah, went when to she sleep went to bed at seven thirty in the mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess that's about eight hours, but it always took her a little bit to actually yeah, because when she gets home, too. she's got to shower, shower, decompress, see the children, yeah, maybe make some food for the next day, mm-hmm. do the normal stuff that you have to do when you come home. Yeah, exactly. From work. Unpack her lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, all that. It's interesting, interesting to think about. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my husband doesn't like watching movies with me because I'm asking about the most like oh I am too ridiculous yeah. things I'm like so how does this work and he's like just watch the movie and my I'm like gets to the point where he has to pause it and he's like are you done yet <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> mine does the same thing <laughs> and I'm like but it's a legitimate cl- question yeah. and he's like and this could be a the big movie. plot They'll hole in the fabric of the yeah. world <laughs> uh. um but then poor Eva I was like she's She's, like, had such a rough go of it, but she's about to be in such a better place. And then it mm-hmm. sounds like she's dying, but she's yeah, not. She's not dying. <laughs> she is she literally going go to a place that is actually better. And people care. Yeah. <laughs> care. <laughs> in general, they just care. It's just a better place. <laughs> I think your next point is 
even before. Oh, it might mine. be. Yeah. Oh, that Maddie's comfortable enough to wear mm-hmm. a face mask around Jack. That does take a definite level of comfort around someone. Because it's only been, I think, um, I convinced my husband on our honeymoon to do, like, one of those face masks. Yeah. But they were, like, the paper face masks. Oh, yeah. His was fine on his face. He looks quite funny because he's got a beard <laughs> to have that over it. Yeah. But mine, I had to take it off, like, five seconds after putting it on. It's like, started burning my skin. Oh, no. I was like, this is nothing that I've, like, not put on my face before. Yeah. What do they have in these things? I've gotten my husband to do one of the, like, the peely face masks before, mm-hmm. and he actually kind of liked it. He was like, that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a charcoal one that mm-hmm. I... <laughs> often forget to use um but it's oh, one of those yeah. peeling ones yeah and it's it's just so satisfying to just it is peel. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one is about jack getting grounded so i don't know if you you probably oh, i think mine's somewhere around there like that you deserve everything you get <laughs> seems to be everyone's motto around jack and then this is where my yeah. note came in about wondering if alfie is secretly funding the knock knock to a day knock yeah. to a day however we want to probably could google it i think yeah it's a very interesting theory um so with jack being grounded i totally understand why he reacted the way that he did because he's already Mm. so limited in his freedom Mm -hmm. already that it's so hard to hear that it's going to be limited even more and now he can't even leave the building when he already like when he goes Mm -hmm. out he's already being hit with fruit or he is looked down on and Mm. he has no freedom to go and do what he wants without pretending to be a slave yeah um but I also do understand Harley's point, too. And it's got to be so hard to, like, quote-unquote parent these people that are not that much younger than you. But it makes me wonder And when, when you're he trying says, to make well, these hard decisions that people... Can't he, it makes me sound like he's got something that literally can help him to control Maybe. Jack. When when he... The I whole kind of controlling... I don't think it's just the slave thing. It, it felt like there was something that Jack knows it's a last resort measure. I think it's probably the, the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was almost thinking like a remote control. Like a- no. <laughs> I think if they had that, they wouldn't use that. <laughs> yeah. I think, think about the like gun. the RC car that yeah. we were talking about yeah. the other day. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's just move Jack away from the bourbon. <laughs> he would 100% use the already to save his budget. <laughs> yeah, Anyways. I think it's the gun. But, hmm. I don't know. It just has to be so hard to make those hard decisions yeah. and being fought against the entire time like I'm sure you feel like that with your two-year-old that you have to make these hard decisions that you know are right and better for her but then she's fighting you every step of the way well lately it's like hey let's go change and put on because like she's potty trained but also mm-hmm. not because we can't use the potties like when we're out in public because yeah. they are much bigger than my two-year-old's bottom I have a hilarious story and- about that for you <laughs> but maybe after we finish recording <laughs> So, um, it, it's one of those things of like, well, we've got to put you in a diaper and we're going, and then she's so mad because I won't let her play with the Play-Doh and I'm like, but we're going to go somewhere and you enjoy walking around places. It's going to be more fun. And she's like, but I want my (laughs) Play-Doh. And then she's like throwing herself on the floor and crying and it's just big feelings. And I'm like, I feel bad, but also you're going to be happy in like 10 seconds. So like. You just don't understand. I try not to fuss at her when she's like having those explosions of emotion. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, let's get it out. Our frustration mm-hmm. over not being able to play with our play doh anymore. Yep, still learning to regulate. Those and all right, let's put our shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Different um. than like 
life or death situations with, you know, Plato, but yeah, I'm sure it felt like that to her. (laughs) Oh yeah, probably did. Um, what's Uh, your next, do you have another comment? Mine is, my next one's about Eva, but I think your one about Hunter and Breaker is, um, probably, oh yeah, yeah. because then there's, oh yeah, um, it just pops to where Hunter is. Um, is and at the point when, yeah, when yeah. he has his shirt off, I was like, those markings are similar. They're not identical, but they're similar to Breaker's. And it makes like me wonder if, markings? yeah, it makes yeah. me wonder if Breaker was like either a higher rank or oh, maybe hunters so are different because if he goes undercover more, you wouldn't want them mm. to be seen past your clothes. Yeah. Cause Hunter had so. a lot less than it seemed like mm-hmm. Breaker had. That's a good point. But we haven't seen other Altavians that have markings besides their face other than Breaker. That's true. Um, I'm curious how many more Toa people we have met, but we don't know, know that it. they're Toa yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that he's got them there, that mm-hmm. they're similar Yeah. to Breakers. Yeah. Or that could be like part of the whole. Yeah. Well, can we even say that? Nope. We're not, not done. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. Um, I love Eva's strength and her ability to just accept that this is the right path and let's mm-hmm. stick it out and we'll make it work. Um, you know, as she's going to the Altian gate, she's like, well, I don't think this is the Black Bay, but it's what I got. Yeah. I'm just going with it because anything is better than where I was. Yeah. That takes a certain level of strength and faith mm-hmm. that some people just don't have. So yeah. I think that's impressive. Um, I just sympathized with her because I was hungry when I was reading this point, mm. and um, she was very hungry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my next one is about Leon walking mm-hmm. into the bar. He, Leon is such an interesting character, mm-hmm. and I kind of don't know how I feel about him even now. Um, I'm trying but, to remember where he goes in the story from here because we haven't seen him in a bit. Yeah. But it's just so funny, his dynamic with Jack, um, how, like, Jack is booing him, and he's like, no, go away, and he's like, no, shan't, <laughs> and that they're just going back and forth about it, and um, the shoebox of receipts joke was absolutely amazing and hilarious, mm. because my dad was a CPA for a long time, mm-hmm. and they always, there's always people yeah. that do that. They have no organization. I mean, mm-hmm. your mom did. Yeah, my mom's in yeah. that. She's still in accounting <clears throat> of some sort, just not... Yeah. Someone that does taxes, like like not someone that does personal taxes. Yeah, my dad ended up being a controller after a while instead of a CPA. And but yeah, it's just it's so funny because I feel like unless you know people who are accountants, you're just like a shoebox full of receipts. But it's like when you know an accountant, you're like, oh, that's like a shoebox full of receipts. (laughs) Bad people out there. That's when the accounting charge goes up tenfold. Oh yeah, understandable Mm -hmm. too. Jack is so jealous. I said he did not like the kiss on her yeah, hand. And I said, oh, we love a very fast, I'm in love with my best friend realization. That there's not the constant denial, denial, this? denial. Why is my heart beating so fast? Why am I all of a sudden hating Leon more than I did 10 minutes ago? <laughs> so cute, though. It's just like that whole realization of yeah, like, when she oh, turns man, to talk I'm to jealous. Him. And he's like, crap, this was, this was not a good thing. It's, like, it's not like I fan. It is like you fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess it goes back to Eva. Mm-hmm. Because my next comment is, love Eva. I really yeah. think she is one of the better noble oh, vegetarians. Yeah. The brother gets on my last nerve. Uh, but I think it's because 
he's so naive mm-hmm. and he's so good in his heart and it's like he doesn't know any better and he just wants to mm-hmm. believe the best in all these people and he doesn't And that's why he gets on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> like you're too optimistic for your own good to be in the level of the hierarchy of the government that you are. Mhm. It you just too naive, friend. Well, I think that kind of goes back to to the fact that the Bantarians only allow males to inherit, whereas mm. the Altavians allow like women to be in charge as well. And even whoever can fight such for it, the and win better it. choice mm-hmm. to lead. But they're so stuck on Elliot has to leave, and he's just not the right person for it, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my note was that like we love Eva. You know, she's so good going on to protect a woman. Um, an Altavian woman against mm-hmm. another Altavian man when she has no chance. Mm-hmm. No chance. But you also see her, she sees the man going to harm the woman and she thinks back to what just mm-hmm. happened with her where a man tried to harm her and she yeah. didn't have anyone to help her. And you can see that. And mm-hmm. this is why I think she has more of a spine than she gives herself credit oh, for. Yeah. Because you can see that determination as soon as she realizes what's happening mm-hmm. that she's like, I'm going to be what I did not have yeah. six hours ago. And what good character growth that, you know, she's so afraid, but she's going to do anything she can to protect these people. She's that got she a lot of courage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. And then with the um, Saline, who we mm-hmm. find out is Saline. And then she stands up and she's pregnant. I said, oh, go little mama. <laughs> yeah, you were like, it's another preggy person. <laughs> I see myself in the comic. There we go. That's a good person to identify with. (laughs) I do really like her character. Oh, I know. I love her combined with Eva. That's just gold. And I love the family dynamic of Altavians Mm -hmm. and that Eva finally gets to really see what a family dynamic should look like. Yes. And that a strong, independent like woman. I think she was worried what so was going to happen when she back-talked to her husband. I mm-hmm. think she was preparing for the husband to turn around and slap her. Yeah. Or to talk down to her and put her in her place or something. Yeah. Which is probably... I feel like things like that happen more often, especially up in noble circles, where it's mm-hmm. probably more marriages of convenience. Yeah. Um, at least on my previous reading history of any book that has yeah. deals with like well, I mean they kind of do that with Maddie they try mm-hmm. to go and do an arranged marriage for mm-hmm. her so. and she's not even really too high up on the yeah she's like one of the lowest nobles social hierarchy yeah. yeah um but not to trash the ingenuity of the mechanicals mechanicals mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. the metal horses but the real horses the Altavians have are much prettier are. <laughs> I like them <laughs> I was like, I want to pet them and give them a hug around the neck and yeah. give them lots of carrots and hay. There you go. And apples. <laughs> Episode 17. Back at the palace. I feel like we should have like the little things scrolling across, oh. like you know, like the nineties shows, like back at blah blah blah. I know. That'd be amazing if we had that. <laughs> back at the palace, Elliot asks Marius how the search is going for Eva. He hasn't eaten or slept and is frustrated that Marius doesn't seem concerned. But Marius tells him that he doesn't have the luxury of being selfish. More of a parent. Oh, that was like, yeah, I was like, that's because I put it in quotes. Yeah, and then I look back at what the comic actually said, and I was like. I'm just paraphrased here, but that's basically what he says. It is basically. Yeah. Elliot asks if he can help in any way, but Marion shuts him down except for proposing the idea that his coronation could be postponed. Elliot agrees quickly. Which, 
I'll add that Elliot's the one that suggested it. So it makes it oh, seem yeah, like it's his Mary's own idea. He was, was like, like, oh, there's one well, thing you've got your you coronation yeah. coming up. You need to study for their whatever mm-hmm. for that. And he's like, what if we pushed it off? And Marcy's mm-hmm. like, oh, imagine you coming up with that idea all on yeah. your own. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I basically said Marius came up with the idea basically, he, he planted that. Yeah, so it's just subtly. made to think where Elliot thinks he's the one that's decided it. Yeah, he's I not feel like that's a lot of what... Marius does. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Back at the bar. <laughs> Maddie is eating breakfast while practicing singing when Leon shows up from pulling an all-nighter going through Harley's accounts. Joey shows up and kicks Leon, and he tells Maddie that animals tend not to like him. I have Red a comment flag. about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Harley is the one who fixed up Joey and got him working, and they wonder where Jack is. Leon asks Maddie to dinner. Joey gives Maddie a look. And Maddie tells him that Harley is up to something, and she hopes she can figure out what it is from Leon. Back in Altavia, Eva Eva is woken up by Celine's daughter, <laughs> my new favorite character. I know. <laughs> she takes her down to breakfast, where Eva finds out where they are, and that the council has decided to let her stay and be Celine's ward. Celine deduces that Eva is a noble, and Matto, Matto. I think we like Matto better. Matto. Matto <laughs> tells her that. They'll need help, so Saline decides to write to her bonded Torin. Who where have uh-huh. we seen her before? Um Matto is considered over the message being intercepted because the Altavians are still divided after the old regime. So Saline just tells Torin about the kidnapping and to get her to come to the village so they can speak in person. Eva is with Alana in the fields discussing how Bane and Bird can't grow anything and Saline's brother, Sigvald. Is that how you would pronounce that? That's how I think I pronounced it. Yeah. joins them, and they discuss the Altavian belief that the mountain is the entrance to the underworld. Sigvald tells Eva that Selene is one of the western chiefs, and Eva is shocked and jealous, so Sigvald tells her to become stronger. She's in the perfect place for it. That was one of my favorite parts. I know. We switch back to Alfie and Breaker. A maid is delivering a tray of food slash tea while the radio is on with the news. The maid is unhappy to, to be delivering food for Breaker, but Breaker sits up when he hears a report that General Phelan... That's how I pronounced it. Phelan has been down and taken down in battle. Alfie tells Breger not to worry. It's not a reputable news source, and he's more concerned about the financial state of the bar and being able to keep and protect Breger. Alfie admits that he probably wouldn't take Breger back to Altavia because he's too selfish, but asks if he would want to go if he had the opportunity, and Breger looks thoughtful but doesn't respond. Right before Alfie cuts off the radio, we hear one last report about a trying... A trying. Oh, uh, string. String. There we go. <laughs> of thefts across the lower levels and a hulking, large hulking hazer. AKA mm. Hunter. Tuba. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Maddie, who is getting ready for her date when Jack comes in. She tells him she has a date, but he calls Bull. <laughs> Bill. Oh, <I> <laughs> That's a funny typo. And says she would never cave so easily and asks what she's up to, so she tells him. Jack asks her why she can't leave Harley alone, and she tells him if nothing comes of the date, she'll back off. But Jack calls her on that, too, and tells her that this is his only home. Please don't make him doubt that. Back in Altavia, Eva takes a bath, and Celine's daughter asks her what's wrong with her hair. Celine sends her off and offers to fix Eva's hair while telling her how Sigvald stood for her in a blood match. Eva asks questions about what bondeds are. Celine explains that they are a kindred soul. And when they find each other, they bond their blood to become family, comrades, or even lovers, depending on the pair. Eva feels guilt over leaving her brother behind, but Celine tells her, Time spent mourning over what you were detracts 
from time spent changing into what you need to be and what you need to be as a survivor. It was so good. I had to quote that. Yes. <laughs> Maddie leaves for her date with Leon, and he takes her to a very expensive restaurant while Jack watches them drive away from a window. It's like the sad puppy in the window. In the arms oh, of the, the angel. Not after you tagged me in the puppy Far post away this week. From here. I couldn't oh, yeah. even respond. I like took one look at the post you tagged me, and I was like, I can't even look at this right yeah. now. <laughs> it was um, Juniper Fox I follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um And her dog, Moose, his birthday was this week, and he's, like, 13 or something. And she, last year, her post made me cry, and it was a similar type of thing. Like, people always talk about the friends and the family, but what about the dog? (laughs) I can't even think about it. I'm like, no, I don't want to cry. (laughs) It was this whole post about, like, dogs getting older and their muzzles going gray. I was like, our little gray-faced puppy's my puppy. He turned six this month. No. And he's got a little gray nose, gray face. He's getting gray yeah. face now. And I'm like, <laughs> you're My getting puppy older. just turned into an adult. He just turned three. And so I don't even want to think about mm-hmm. when he turns six or 13. I'm no. like, oh. he's, mm. he's my little cuddle puppy. Yeah. He, and one of the things that I think is so sweet with him mm-hmm. is when we first got him, he was not, cause we got him from a shelter. Um, and he was very, uh, like, not distrustful. He was always a friendly dog, but he yeah. wouldn't ever roll to show you his belly to get belly rubs. Yeah. He did not like to be on his back. And mm-hmm. I'm just guessing that was that. a built-in protectant thing for him. Yeah. Now, anytime I start to pet him, he immediately mm-hmm. rolls to his back and is uh-huh. like wanting belly rubs. And I'm like, I remember two years ago, you didn't even yeah. want to do this. He'll do that with me and my husband, too. Mm-hmm. He'll give us his belly. He's like, pet me now. <laughs> I'm like, man, like, it, it took him... I want to say probably a full three years before he mm-hmm. ever let us pet his belly. I'm like, you little puppy. I can't stand how you get in the trash and lick the floor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he gets in that one trash can because they all have lids. That's yeah. why we buy ones with lids. Yeah. And he somehow can get into that one. I don't know if the little pedal thing's easier to step on, if he's it figured out how that works. <laughs> That seems very, it's also his height, too. Yeah, it's exactly his height. <laughs> yeah, so maybe <laughs> but you I'm just, just need like, one that's a little taller. He gets into those, too. He does, though. Yeah. Mind. That's, that's why our kitchen trash can has a lid, too. <laughs> yeah, oh, I <laughs> because, that was also your daughter. <laughs> uh, no, she wouldn't. Yeah. She she likes putting stuff in the trash. That's very nice. Um, although, <laughs> we had leftover, like, let's, like, she didn't finish a waffle one Saturday uh-huh. morning, and so we had put the extra, like, the mm-hmm. few pieces she didn't eat in the trash. And later I, I looked over and she was pulling it out of the trash and putting it in her mouth. I said, no! Oh, that's kind of cute though. I'm like, that's disgusting! She won't touch the dishwasher when it's dirty. Yeah. Like we start loading it and she goes, ew, icky. I'm like, right, icky, we don't touch this. But she'll she'll take out a waffle piece for breakfast at 10 o'clock in the morning to Priorities. eat. Priorities. Priorities. Like that's nasty. <laughs> Anyways, back Anyways, to crank rats. <laughs> my first comment for this episode is that Marius is such a little poop face, and I want to smack him for how he speaks to Elliot mm-hmm. and just everyone, but like specifically Elliot in this case. I mentioned he won't sit there because he won't just sit there because he's she has wounded his pride. He's mm-hmm. not actually worried for her. Yeah. That's why Alfie can't eat, can't sleep. 
Mm-hmm. Alfie. Elliot. <laughs> Elliot. That's why Elliot can't eat, can't sleep, any yeah. of that. It's because he's he's concerned and worried for her. Mm-hmm. Marius is just mad and yeah. insulted because she's wounded his pride. Mm-hmm. That's it. And because she got away from him and yeah. he couldn't deliver what he felt like was justice on her. Yeah. That's the whole whole it's reason why he's not poop. sick. And then whenever we, we've kind of talked about this, I have this whole like, hmm, how about this idea that I've definitely never considered before? Maybe yeah. you should postpone your coronation forever. <laughs> As I said, the stupid brother, I know he's concerned, but he's clearly learned no strategy even after being around Marius because mm-hmm. he's the one that's able to be around the people that strategize and make yeah. these plans and he's and able he's to be, and he's learned nothing. nothing. Yeah. It's like he's not paid attention to anything. Mm-hmm. And I just... Yeah. If you can't learn by traditional methods, find another way to learn. <laughs> and I really yeah, do not care for people that refuse to learn because they're like, well, I yeah. wasn't taught. Well, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> My next one is about the Marius, not Marius, Leon red flag. I think we have mm. a couple points before oh, that. I do? Um... I noted that she said, want some toast? And I said, not toast! If you want to hear our toast discussion, go back and listen to the last two My Dear Cold-Blooded King episodes. We have a whole debate on toast. It's wonderful. And no one is wrong, although some are more right than others. (laughs) In some's opinions of others. We had cinnamon toast for breakfast this morning. Oh, that's nice, though. That's nice. I've been lazy and I've been buying like the cinnamon swirl bread. Mm. <laughs> and then I just See, normally toast that, that bread has raisin and I don't. Oh, but I've like been it. able to find it without the raisins huh. because I don't do raisins. Yeah, no. They're shriveled nastiness. I made hot cross buns over Easter weekend. Yes. How'd they turn out, by the way? They turned out pretty good the oh, second good. batch. Oh, yeah, I remember. The first batch was your... rough. But the second batch turned out how they were supposed to. Good, um, good. And I honestly did not mind the raisins in those. Oh. I'll probably make them with, like, dried cranberries or something oh, in the future. I like dried worse. cranberries better. Oh, no, no, no. Um, but I, yeah, I, the raisins weren't bad. Yeah. But they weren't my favorite either because I still just. Yeah. But I like dried cranberries, so. I feel like maybe some, like, chopped up dried apple or something would be better. I don't like dried apple. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. We will just agree it's a to weird disagree texture. on what should go in these. The texture is what gets me of dried apple. That's fair. Most dried fruit, I'm not a fan of. There's very few anymore mm-hmm. that I'll eat. I eat the, like, dried cranberries, like, if they're mm-hmm. in, like, a salad or something. Can't do it. I hate those more than raisins. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's craisins that they are. Maybe that's what they are, because it's, like, good. they're dried like raisins are, but Dang. I'm... I, I can handle those, like, in a salad when they're mixed with something else. I'm not going to eat a handful of them by themselves, but... No. So... Oh, no. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. Um, and then I was just cracking up at Joey trying to keep Maddie and Leon separate. Yeah. And then at her agreeing to dinner to get answers, mm-hmm. I said, Jack isn't going to like that at all. Yeah. But I love that he sees through that so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the red flag with Leon... Have we talked about yet? Have we gotten to the point on what Leon's previous job was? I don't think we have. I don't have. think we have. I don't even remember that. That's been Ooh. so far back. I don't think From it's that. I don't think it's a spoiler to mention what his previous job was. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. So Leon's previous job was a veterinarian for the army. So it seems really weird to me that animals typically don't like him. Did he work on mechanical? Me- no, because he lost his job with the army. Whenever they killed all the horses and started using only mechanimals. Or maybe hmm. they, like, didn't 
totally kill all of them, but the smog killed them. Mm. In some way, shape, or form, all the animals died. And so they had no longer need for Leon, and so he had to find a new job. Hmm. I, I don't think that is any form of spoiler, because everything that comes after that, you'll find out later. But it seems weird to me that as a veterinarian, you would think, oh, animals probably love you, you love animals, uh, or else you wouldn't be a vet. But however, just casually saying, oh, haha, animals normally don't like me. Also, what I think you were pointing out, the red flag, is normally if an animal doesn't like someone, I feel like that usually means they're not a good person. Mm -hmm. If animals don't like you... Or they've had bad experiences with someone that looks like you. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's about too, yeah. Because, like, my brother, um, the first dog they got, both of their dogs are rescues. Mm -hmm. um, and the first dog that they got, he was abused by men. Mm-hmm. For in like his previous house that he was in yeah um and it was specifically men yeah so he's it's taken him a while to warm up to my brother which they're good now because yeah. i mean he lives with them and stuff but like anytime they have a male mm -hmm. friend over or anytime we go visit and my husband walks in yeah. like so you're like respective he, and scared and yeah he well no he he's not aggressive in the sense yeah. that he would bite but he's very protective yeah. of his home and so he's gonna he's automatically defensive he's yeah. not if i said aggressive i meant to say protective in my head yeah, he's I said not protective. he's not aggressive in the sense like you picture dogs going after someone yeah. now if my husband were to make a move against something or do something he deemed threatening he'd probably yeah come at him which but, makes sense though but that's also what you want in a dog yeah because not everybody's gonna be a family member with good intentions coming yeah. to your house yeah so but anyway, yeah, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. So I did not catch that the first time through. And I think it's because at this either. point before, you don't know what Leon's previous job was. Yeah. So now knowing that, I, at first I was like, I was like, but I thought I like Leon. Do I still like Leon knowing this now? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know how I feel about him It's now. been so long since I've read part of the story that had Leon in it yeah. that I'm, like, having a real struggle remembering how I, much more he plays into the story and yeah. when he leaves the story for where we're at now. I think he's so. not in the, I don't know. I liked him a good bit the first time through. And now that I'm rereading it, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about him. I'm Maybe he's another gray character. <laughs> I think he is, because I'm questioning him a lot more than I did before. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that Maddie doesn't actually like, like, like Leon, but I also <laughs> don't really love that she's going on a date with him to use him for information, but I think it's a personal preference if I don't ever love that storyline of like people using other people well see i don't genuine know. feelings on one end and not on the other i don't end. know that it's genuine feelings because it um no, but he did jack made a comment day. about him being you know, schmoozy yeah so i mean it could be just he's trying to see well here's someone new in town he could be but it's still that feels equally as icky on her end as it does on his end with how they're both be using each other and i don't love that but I think that's just my personal, like, morals preference. Mm -hmm. It works for the storyline very well. It does. And nothing untoward ever happens. Like, it's it's mm -hmm. not icky in any way. But, like, I don't know. It's just, like, that plot point. It's mm -hmm. not my favorite. Yeah, I just, I thought it was funny because I was like, Jack's not going to like oh, it. Oh, I know. She's, that part's Even cute. though he tried to play it off, he still doesn't like it. Yeah. And not just because it's making, it would make him doubt his home. I yeah. think he just doesn't like He's it. He's just jealous. Um, so are we to where we can talk about the daughter? Yes. 
I love the daughter. She, yeah. The daughter is my daughter. She made is over. Just like older. I'm like, but like yeah. give it like a year and a half. And that is And her. my daughter's going to be like, wake up. Get up. I mean, she already You're does so that. skinny. You're going to die. <laughs> she already does that from the monitor. Like this morning I was braiding my hair back and, and I can hear on the monitor, mommy, wake up. <laughs> and then she says, hello <laughs> and I think she does that because she sees whenever I call my husband and yeah. he's like watching a YouTube video or something mm-hmm. and he doesn't hear me I'm like hello yeah <laughs> and so I'm like oh she's picked that up uh. for me hello <laughs> that's hilarious and then she'll switch and she'll go daddy <laughs> where are you what are you? We um we were in Home Depot earlier, and my husband was getting sidetracked by all the things, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, this would be so cool in the yeah. house, and this would be so cool in the house." And my daughter, uh, we had gone off because I um will sometimes uh, make lazy Susans, yeah, and paint them, yeah, and I'm making one for my mom, and I had found the hardware, and I was getting the screws to mm-hmm. attach it to the wood. Yeah. And he had walked off, and my daughter goes, Daddy, what are you? I'm like, Lena, he's walked off. We'll go find him, but uh-huh. I'm pretty sure he can hear you. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> like, I'm just glad this is a Saturday and it's busy, and the all the other dads totally are in here getting their construction the things. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So the first time it threw back to like Eva, I 100% thought that Eva tore Celine's clothes and not her own to like make them fit better. And this time through, I'm very glad I realized that she was tearing her old clothes mm. to like make Celine's clothes fit it's her better. Very symbolic of her yeah, life. Yeah, that was my next point. Oh, look at I that. was like, oh, <laughs> you know, but I'm much happier knowing that it was her own. And I was like, also very symbolic. Question I was like, <laughs> Eva going into fashion design. <laughs> I um. I, it totally didn't register with me either time. I was just like, oh, she's tearing her clothes. She has no need mm-hmm. for them now. Yeah. See, I didn't realize it was her old clothes, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. And then Celine is so smart. And I thought it was hilarious when she was telling her husband that she didn't marry him for his brains. And he's over there blushing like, ah, yes, this is fine. I love my wife. <laughs> Blush. <laughs> no, like you a, did not marry me for my like brains. It's like an implied, yes, you married me for my body. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it is this one where she like, oh, th- yeah, it's the next one. <laughs> where Celine like grabs his booty. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> so she's mailing the letter to Torin. Uh-huh. And um, he's like, no, Torn's going to kill me. She's like, I'll make it up to you later and grabs his butt. <laughs> and he's that. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I died. Especially with like that all being kind of in the same yeah. section of the story. I really appreciate their relationship. And I think oh, it's so yeah. cute. And I think it's so good for Eva to witness. Yes. So um, good. <laughs> but I said, ah, to be yelled at for being too skinny. Ah. <laughs> What a good life. (laughs) (laughs) Not my case. I love that they all just encourage Eva to become stronger and more courageous Mm -hmm. instead of treating her like a prisoner and encouraging her to stay weak. Um, They're just like, yeah, be a survivor. Be stronger. Get that spine of steel. You're in the best place to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I I also really enjoyed, like, with us finding about, like, what bonded means and stuff. Yeah. I enjoy that it's not necessarily who you're married to. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, I find that, yeah, it's a cool thing because I feel like in most other worlds, normally the, the soul lineup is your 
spouse type mm-hmm. person. And that's kind of how we were originally introduced to the idea of bondage as well, because um, they talked about that everyone thought Jack had bonded to Maddie whenever they were really little. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they didn't truly understand what a bonded was either. No. Um, because obviously that, as far as we know, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It does seem like they would be each other's bonded, but you kind of get the impression mm-hmm. from yeah. that that it is romantic. But I, like you, I love the backstory mm-hmm. of it doesn't have to be that way. Yes, for sure. I have just another comment about the daughter is my daughter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then uh, this, I guess this goes back to the whole, um, talking about to, for her to, you're in the best place to do this, to forge her own, um, since to forge one narrator (laughs) and forge one she did. I like it. That's what I feel like would be, um, back there. Okay. I'm trying to find where you were. Uh, we haven't mentioned the Um, I'm okay with skipping that point. My next points are going to um, the financial records between Alfie Mm. and Leon and Harley. But I think we kind of already discussed that. We did in talking about, like, the whole, is Alfie funding the Not not Today? And what do Harley's records actually look like? Is Leon involved and all that? Mm -hmm. Um, And then my next point after that is about Breaker. Um, So if you have anything else... um, Battery saver is on. Well, we're about done. We're about done, so it works. (laughs) Um, I really appreciate how protective of Alfie that Breaker is, and Mm -hmm. how in return protective that Alfie is of Breaker. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah. Yeah. My point was, you know, does Breaker actually want to leave? I think he does, but at the same time, he doesn't, and that's got to be so tough for him. I think if he left, he'd want to take Alfie with him. Yeah. I think he's always going to be so torn between the two worlds of wanting to go back to his people. Because um, it's almost like he sees Alfie, Alfie as his charge. Yeah. Like, he is, he has to protect him. Yeah. Not because he was, quote unquote, bought to do that. I think he genuinely loves But because loves he genuinely Alfie. loves and cares yeah. for him. Like, almost like a son or a nephew type of thing. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he's at the age where, it re- like, that would be appropriate. Like, mm-hmm. it would make sense. Mentor type of thing. Yeah. Um, I think Maddie secretly wanted Jack to be jealous of her oh, day, I and I so wanted, too. I think she wanted a yeah. reaction more than she got. Yeah, but I, you know, that really ties into my next point of, I was really glad that there wasn't this big jealousy plot line, and that mm-hmm. Jack knows her well enough to know that she's up to something, and that both Jack and Maddie have points on, like, their argument about why mm-hmm. she's doing this, but he totally broke my heart with the don't make me doubt the only place I have left. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I thought it was funny where he's like, where she said she'd back off, and I'm like, back off the date or back off Harley? <laughs> and I think we all know that she's meaning Harley, but yeah. also she, it was probably like an implied, yeah, this isn't going to go anywhere with Leon. Yeah. Which I think we're all happy about. Yeah. <laughs> no complaints. <laughs> um, Oh, I have a note about Altavian culture explanation, but I don't know yes. if that's, like, before or after we were just talking. But either way. I think it's kind of after. I mean, mm. it, uh, that's when I got into my note about bonding. Oh, and that must be... Like, oh, that's where it was talked about. Yeah, I think just... The world building is so naturally mm-hmm. done in this comic that it never feels forced. It's mm-hmm. it's really great. I appreciate the friend that Saline is being to Eva. Yeah, it's almost like a Brager alfie situation, but kind with of, Saline yeah. and... Eva, um, and I think that for a lot of the Altavians, it seems to be like a natural instinct to be the protector and the mm-hmm. caretaker of those who are weak and can't take care of themselves. Um, well, it's like in Marius's 
racist mindset. Mm-hmm. They're built. The Altavians are just built stronger and tougher yeah. for fighting. Like but it's, it's almost like, like is it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? It's not fighting, and because he sees it so twisted, yeah, he doesn't see the benefit of it. He just mm-hmm. sees how he chooses to twist it. Yeah. When it's really more. They're living in a harsher environment with bigger natural foes like mm-hmm. bears and whatever because they're actually around real animals yeah, and the, the fang cats, cats and, and the wargs. And... Jinx, I know. <laughs> so it's, they've had to develop to be, mm-hmm. and they're in a bigger area too. I, yeah. I, this sounds like such a terrible comparison, but if you think about like fish, if you put a fish that could be big in a very small <laughs> bowl, it won't grow very big. But if you get a fish that can grow and you put them in a big tank, they're going to get a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's like if all these people are confined in the city. Well, people city, generally tend to adapt to where, they're, where they are. Yeah. Like just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Survival of the fittest. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want to be big and huge in Vandenberg when you're in this teeny tiny little enclosed city. Yeah. It makes sense. Because it, it, it makes you think be. about how often Jack probably has to duck. I never thought about that, but yeah. And Brager, yeah. Yeah. Because Jack's not fully grown either. And they're not going to build Bannenberg with their Altavian slaves in mind. No. I mean, just, I mean, the maid that was Bantarian looked mm-hmm. down so much at Brager, and it's like, yeah. Excuse you. That was a nice little point to put in there, though, mm-hmm. just to, like reinforce all the things. Yes. So good. <laughs> Ooh. I like mine's that mug of yours. Empty. I know, and mine is the exact same amount full as when I started. And it's like a little bit left, but I'm not going to drink it because it's really cold now. And uh, if I've had something, like all the little leaves. And if I've had something hot and then it's mm-hmm. gotten cold, even if it's like the good cold, like when you want yeah. like your water to be cold, I'm still not going to drink it if it was originally hot because yeah. then it's like this is not the temperature it's supposed to be. No, 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 no. <laughs> mm. Oh, that was. It's fine. <laughs> I forgot that we were recording. We've had Luckily, a bit it of wasn't a, really loud. We've had a bit of an interlude of chatting. Oh, yeah. We just, like, chatted for, like, another 45 minutes. Yeah, we haven't seen each other as much the past, like, two weeks, really. I know, yeah. Things have just been crazy and, and life. Yeah, and so we were, like, talking about all the things, and my husband's probably out in the living room, like, are they going probably, like, I'm hungry because it's almost <laughs> 6 o'clock. <laughs> and I'm going to make My husband called an hour ago and said he had food. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, thanks, y'all, for listening yeah. to our episode on Crank Rat. We have so much fun talking about it. Mm-hmm. And next week, join us for... My Dear Cold-Blooded King. Yes. Yeah. We probably won't be talking about toast, but that's Probably okay. not. But that'll be our first June episode. Because really? this is for really? May. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. that'll be our first June episode because Oh, uh, it'll be baby month. It'll be baby month and so then it's gonna be we'll probably be like doing our high Oh, this is the uh-huh. last month we've got <gasps> to record stuff and then we're gonna have a bit of a break. So OMG. we'll be able to like get caught up on some other ones worth recording. Oh man. Well that's crazy. <laughs> I know our minds just exploded <laughs> on that. Because it's currently April. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby's getting really close to me here.